Welcome to the Purposeful Wealth Podcast, the go-to podcast on how to bring clarity, contentment and certainty to your financial life. Brought to you by Jonathan Gibson, founder of Wells Gibson and author of the Purposeful Wealth book. Pick up your copy of Purposeful Wealth on Amazon and please enjoy this show. Welcome to the Purposeful Wealth Podcast and once again a happy new year or should I say happy new investment year. At the start of 2022 investors needed reminding that investing is not an easy game despite having enjoyed around a decade of relatively strong and fairly consistent market returns even in light of a global pandemic, recession and political polarisation. The year 2022 laid bare the fact that investing can very much be a game of three steps forward one step back. If there was no risk of market downside, it would be unreasonable to expect any return at all above cash. This podcast provides a brief look at the past 12 months and highlights some of the lessons that we can learn as investors. So let's look backwards. For many investors, 2022 was a relatively tough year with returns ranging from benign to poor across major asset classes. The only exception was global developed value companies. Rising prices made returns significantly worse on an after-inflation basis, with year-on-year inflation in the UK having reached levels not seen for decades. 2022 was particularly challenging for investors in bonds as yields have risen and therefore prices have fallen across much of the world. Bondholders with longer and lower quality debt suffered greater capital falls, whereas shorter dated high quality bonds as used in Wells Gibson portfolios continue to be preferred. With few places to hide, most investors will have finished the year in negative territory, which is to be expected from time to time. The magnitude of the falls, however, lie well within the tolerances of our clients' financial plans. Investors with a reasonable amount of equity exposure should be able to withstand more material falls than those experienced last year. For instance, global equities fell by over 40% during the 2008 financial crisis. That said, those investors overweighting value companies and focusing on shorter dated bonds will find themselves in better space than most, though this is little consolation when returns are still negative in an absolute sense. Investing is never a straight line journey. Wells Gibson's sensible, systematic portfolios, which comprise a diversified basket of equities with tilts in favour of small and value companies and paired with short-dated high-quality bonds, have provided better results than most other solutions in 2022. 
In fact, Wells Gibson's portfolios as a whole outperformed over 70% of professionally managed multi-asset funds over the 12 months due to some of these portfolio decisions that we have taken. Investors such as clients of Wells Gibson with portfolios denominated in British pounds have benefited from the strong performance of the US dollar, which has meant overseas assets translate back to more in British pound terms. In US dollar terms, which is often reported by the mainstream media, global equities fell around 18% in 2022, around 10% more than when viewed in British pound terms. Some major US firms like Tesla and Meta may have hit the headlines with share price falls over 70% and 60% respectively in the past year. However, They only represent a small allocation and thus have a small impact, particularly in Wells Gibson's well-diversified portfolios. And what about bonds? The asset class that uncharacteristically stole the headlines for all the wrong reasons was fixed income or bonds. Many bond indices experienced their worst calendar year on record. This was chiefly due to a swift increase in the compensation bondholders demand for lending their capital on the back of more persistent than foreseen high inflation and corresponding rising policy rates from central banks. Rising borrowing costs and little yield buffer to begin with have meant absolute falls for fixed income investors, something that few investors will have seen in a year when equities fell too. The last time was 1994. The reality is, however, that higher yields are a good thing for investors with time horizons longer than the maturity of their bonds. Over time, the new bonds being invested in have been at a higher yield, providing a larger yield cushion going forward and thus reducing the chance of absolute falls on an interim basis. So bondholders start 2023 in far better shape than 12 months prior from an expected return perspective. For instance, today, five-year gilt yields stand at 3.5% as opposed to a negative 0.1% at the start of 2022. Now, let's look forward. Well, uncertainty abounds. It always does. Basing investment decisions on forecasts or judgments is generally best avoided. Forming market outlooks can be used to create accountability or perhaps at best just for a bit of fun. After stating his column's 2023 predictions, Robert Armstrong of the Financial Times questions, do I have high confidence in any of this? Heck no. There is no shortage of seemingly sensible predictions on market performance and global developments, nor any effective method to separate those that will be more or less accurate. Investors should therefore look to the future with the anticipation that new information will come to light and markets will react quickly to take it into account. Without the ability to profit directly from superior information, One, therefore, should construct a diversified portfolio built to weather all storms, guided by an ever-growing body of academic literature. 
If, for example, inflation or growth come in higher or lower than expected, some parts of the portfolio will, by design, be helping and others detracting from performance. That is what diversification is. With the reasonable belief that risk and reward go hand in hand, each day it should be expected that incremental risk-taking in a portfolio will be rewarded, such as owning equities over bonds or cash. However, on a daily or even multi-year basis, which in the context of a true investment time horizon is minuscule, the expected daily reward is dominated by unexpected noise, which can be positive or negative. And finally, this podcast has focused on investing. Outside of investors' portfolios, Putin continues to wage his illegal war in Ukraine and much of the world is feeling the repercussions of the supply chain impacts. It also appears that the NHS is under considerable strain. Increasing borrowing costs and a higher cost of living are placing pressure on many people. These challenges provide a stark reminder that we should be grateful for what we have and what we can be. Mainstream media have a bias towards reporting bad news, which is hardly surprising. After all, bad news sells. Nicholas Kristof of the New York Times plainly states that journalists report on planes that crash, not the planes that land, and writes a column on some significant achievements made by the human race in 2022. For example, solar power is now on track to overtake coal as the world's leading power source in the next five years. Time away from day-to-day news can help one feel more positive or reading information from news outlets such as the Good News Network can be a refreshing exercise. I close this podcast by saying enjoy a fulfilled 2023 and all the better news it may bring. From an investing perspective, we are hopeful for the best in 2023 and beyond but remain prepared for the worst. Thank you for listening to the Purposeful Wealth podcast. Thank you for listening to Purposeful Wealth. Please remember to subscribe, review and come back next week for your next instalment. You can also visit the wellsgibson.uk website for more information on bringing clarity, contentment and certainty to your financial life.